This episode is recorded in front of a live streaming audience. Prepare to attack the enemy's control points. Get behind me, Doctor! I am fully charged! <laughs> you are listening to Control Point, a Team Fortress 2 podcast, with Brent Copeland, Eric Fullerton, and Wes Wilson. Control Point, episode 60, recorded on January 25th, 2009. I'm Brent, I hate the chief left for dead drink Copeland. And I'm Eric Fullerton, and I endorse the chief. And Yowchers. So, welcome back to another show. We're without Wes Wilson today. He went to Chattacon, didn't he? He went to a... I have no clue. He called me up and said, I'm at Chattacon, I'm having an awesome time, and I met some CPers here. And uh, I, I don't remember who all he said. I know Times Squared was there, so I got to meet him. That was cool. Oh. So, uh, apparently he um, posted about this in the forums. And I guess I should read those. Yeah, I, I read the forums, but there's too much to catch up on, so uh, I missed that thread. But anyway, so that's pretty cool. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we're just going to two-man this sucker. And we have a lot in store for you. That's what she said. Oh! Oh. And guess what? What? I have a little uh, What's in the Briefcase jingle. Want to hear it? Sure. What's in the briefcase? What's in the briefcase? What's in the briefcase today? What's in the briefcase? Well, I'll tell you what's in the briefcase today. Please. Today we have lots of new maps from tf2maps.net. Nice new pack there. We have a new article with some insight from Valve and uh, uh, lots of new TF2 parodies. I know we constantly have TF2 parodies on this show, but we have um, more today. More than just one. So there, There's about 80% lie in that whole yeah. opening right there. There is? Yeah. There's no insight from Valve? Is that the, is that the one? Um, pretty much all of it. Oh, okay. I think it's all fluff to get to the uh, listener contributions. Yeah, it's all fluff for Ruskies. Or we could talk about, uh, what about status? Status, yeah. 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 I, I know you had some CP after dark. Oh, am I allowed to call it that? Can I can I say the word CP after dark? I know that we had some some issues in the past, and we weren't really supposed to use the word. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about now. Well, I think uh, you know. Remember by saying you know uh, specifically. Oh, that it was just, CP after dark. Right, that people would and take people it as would they go could crazy, and that that's what spawned all the ass clownery. Uh, but you know, I think everybody's been doing so good lately that uh, we can slowly start calling it CP after dark again. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Friday night, late night, you were playing CP, weren't you? I was, I was, and uh, it was full of not win. Um, it wasn't a good night? Well, I jumped on as uh, Gene Simmons, and uh, some people followed suit, uh, but uh, you know those nights where you just kind of get your ass handed to you constantly? It was one of those nights, like uh, where I even got a missile reflected back at me and got killed from it, things like that. Uh, hmm. 
And so, like, after, like, ten minutes, I wanted to rage quit, but I couldn't because, you know, I decided to partake in the whole, like, change my name stuff. Oh. Oh, okay. So I stayed, and it just was not fun. Oh. So, I don't know. So what was the name-changing thing? Just kiss. like kiss, kiss, kiss related stuff. stuff. Yeah, there, I mean, there were some good good times there. Uh, don't, don't get, it wasn't completely horrid. Like uh, I love that Boomrocker. He was uh, Gene Simmons's tongue, and it was kind of funny <laughs> because he was a pyro and I was a medic, okay. and I was Gene Simmons, and he was Gene Simmons' tongue. <laughs> and so we'd go around and, of course, kill people, and it would say you were killed by Gene Simmons and Gene Simmons's tongue. Oh, nice! And he had a spray that was like Boomrocker, but with Gene Simmons's face on it so that was awesome oh wow uh, so i gotta give big props to uh boom rocker matter of fact player of the week wow. right there i'm calling it right now wow i don't care you probably had someone in the dock i didn't look. I, I didn't have anybody and you know what i think he's gotten uh he's he might be the first one to get player of the week twice oh yeah well i think jazz like did because we're four? too lazy but yeah i think last time he was player of the week uh, month or whatever it was um because he had a baby it was a baby oh, yeah? rocker yeah, and that was I about a year that. ago that was a while ago. So, uh, well, anyway. things have a way of recycling and repeating. Yeah, uh, especially when you uh, you know go out of your way to make a Gene Simmons spray. Yeah, no doubt. That's like the whole theme, the whole package. You know, I uh, I didn't play on CP one, but I I took a peek and to see what the people's names were, and I saw a uh, what was it. Um, Satan's service. <laughs> Someone's name yeah. was Satan's service. That was awesome. Because remember, yeah. it was the whole thing of like, what does Kiss stand for? And it's Knights and Satan's service. Yeah. Is what everybody said in middle school, or at least when I was in middle school in the 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, but that that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, we had pretty much the whole band on there at one point, And for some reason, no one liked Peter Chris. Not like the player. Oh, really? But for some reason, uh, they just didn't like him. Like everybody said, oh, no one likes Peter Chris. Oh, huh, I wonder why. I, no, I, like I didn't Peter see Chris. any like uh, new Kiss members. You know, it pretty much st- stopped at, uh, um, you know, the original four. You didn't get any, you know, what is it, uh, Vincent, Mark, Mark St. Whatever and Vinny Vincent and oh, yeah. you know any of those guys or the, the uh, drummer. <laughs> I don't remember any other names anymore. Yeah, Ace Freely. He was uh, original. Yeah. I saw Ace Freely. Who was that? Was that uh, Clyde? F- no, it was uh, Johnny Napalm or somebody. But yeah, um, but that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Who, who played the the um, the piano and uh, played all the slow ballads and stuff. Was that Peter Chris? Uh, well, no, Peter Chris sang, but I think Paul Stanley actually played the piano. Oh, okay. Because I liked Peter Chris's solo stuff. He he did some cool ballads and stuff that I really liked. You liked his solo album? Yeah, I, I liked did. every other song on his solo album. Oh, really? I can't stop the rain. Like uh, Beth? Remember Beth? Well, Beth was on uh, one of the original Kiss albums. Oh, yeah. right. It wasn't on a solo. I loved all of Kiss's stuff. But uh, I, you know, I am probably one of the few Kiss fans who really, really enjoyed the Elder, the older stuff, the Elder, the Elder. Yeah, it was oh, their concept album. Oh, yeah, you might be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I didn't have it, but I had a friend who had the album. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. The record. I had a I had a bunch of the Kiss records too, hmm. as opposed to tapes. Wow, cool. Anyway, a lot of kiss talk there. <laughs> so, uh, what else? Um, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> well, um, oh, you. oh, is that my week? Yeah. Okay, that works. <laughs> well, on the uh, during the same time when you played Friday night, I was on CP server number two. 
And you were on number one. Yeah, I didn't even realize you were on a different server. Well, I mentioned a few weeks ago the little uh, Vista app that I put on my desktop to show me what you know who's on the servers and what what the activity is. So at all times, I can just glance and see on my desktop who's on server one, two, and three. I saw that one was fully packed, and two had about nine people on it. So of course. You know, I'm going to go to where there's room. So I went to two. Who was on server one? You. And uh, 23 other people. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You were doing a skit, weren't you? Oh, oops. <laughs> yeah, who? who? Is that? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> who? Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I jumped on two, and there was a lot of friendly faces on there. Uh, we played a real good night of um, crazy stuff. And uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Dr. Manhattan, I don't know. He just just all of a sudden said, holy crap, it's Nailhead. And uh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's me. And, you know, because a lot of people are, are, are constantly uh, like, oh, my God, do you actually play this game? Like, I'd never see you play, you know. Or like, I listened to the podcast, and I figured you never played the game. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, um... Well, that's a different story, actually. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Dr. Manhattan was like, holy crap, it's Nailhead. So uh, I thought, well, okay, I'll just change my name to holy crap, it's Nailhead. So I did, and then, of course, everyone else followed, and there was just a bunch of people, like, holy crap, it's Nivacarius, holy crap, it's Milkshake Man. Anyway, it was holy crap this, holy crap that. And then uh, Dr. Manhattan asked me to name the podcast episode after him. But then he changed his name to holy crap, it's episode 60. Uh, so are you going to so, name the podcast? Yeah, Holy so there crap, you go. I'm, I'm, episode 60. Yep, I'm naming the podcast after you, Dr. Manhattan. Holy crap, it's episode 60. So, uh, some really weird things happened that night. We played some games where me and Nivacaris are both mods or whatever, and he gave me the Archon. Uh, and you, uh, we basically kind of had this gravity setting war where he would set it to like a million, which is really heavy, right? right? And then I would set it to zero. Just no gravity at all. Right. So we'd go back and forth. So I'd set it to zero. Everybody floats to the top. No chance of descending because gravity equals zero is just nothing, right? So when he would put it to like a trillion, like it's a really huge number. It's a ridiculous number. Everybody would fall to the ground very, very, very fast. Like, mis- like missiles and die. But, uh, uh, but for, the, for those who are already on the ground... Just walking over a curb, a curb, or like just a little rock. Once you <laughs> like step off the the rock or the curb or whatever, you freaking break your legs. <laughs> you know, it was really it was funny um, <laughs> because really you're only falling like like an inch. You know, but it, that was enough to like to oh, do like so broke my leg. Yeah, to do like half damage. You know. <laughs> And so, like, if you were to actually, like, fall off of something that was a foot, you'd probably die. Anyway, it was pretty good. Um, So we were really messing around with the gravity and somehow got it into the state where when you die, your body doesn't fall to the ground. It just stays in the exact same state as it was when, when you died. So... You had all these people that were just just like stuck in midair, and if if they actually exploded, their gibbs would still be connected to their body, but sit there and rotate. <laughs> and it looked like a, a wax museum. All these people just like just like floating. It was so creepy. 
<laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever. Uh, and someone, um, if I can get this link, uh, I think um, someone, who was it? Someone captured uh, some footage of us playing that night and uh, and uploaded it. I don't remember who it was. Well, I know, I, I believe Nivek said that uh, that server is always being recorded. That it always has the demo being recorded. Oh, does it? So. Oh, okay. You'd probably get to the file or some of the file. Okay. So we were really, we're testing. Um, we're like, okay, uh, let's not kill each other. Let's, let's, uh, let's see how different deaths react to this gravity issue. And we started blowing people up with stickies, sapping things, blowing up sentries. And just like, it was just, it was really weird. It was, it was a fun game, I guess, if you were to call it a game. Uh, but anyway, it was interesting. I'm not real sure how we got it in that state. I don't know what the gravity was set to or if there was another parameter that was set. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't know if we could do it again. Right. Um, but anyway, it was it was a lot of fun. And uh, let's see. Um, oh, yeah, we were playing on Gold Rush. And all of a sudden, the uh, the bomb cart just starts freaking out. It's like spinning out of control in the air. It's like it's just we're like, well, what is happening? I mean, it just it just it removed itself from the track and just started going haywire. And we're like, uh, what do we do about that? Like, uh, do we just kind of like go near it and touch it? I mean, what's the deal? Um, so that was completely odd. Probably another um, another side effect of uh, playing with the C-Vars on the server. Um, so after um, some pretty good rounds of Gold Rush, uh, late into the night, we went to the Dice Roll server. That Italian server with the Dice Roll stuff, where you can lay down nukes and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? I've been to a dice roll server. I don't know if it's the same one. Oh, okay. Uh, the one I was on had where you would roll the dice and uh, had stuff where it actually turned no clip on right. for a certain amount of time or give you crits. Yeah, uh, you get like, like a random, a random good thing or bad thing. Right. I don't remember any nukes though. Oh, okay. So maybe I was on a different one. Yeah, you have you have the ability to lay down a nuke. Each team has a set amount of nukes, and you can also kamikaze, which turns yourself into a bomb, and it counts down. So pretty much, you can. Um, it, it's pretty neat, but it has like a nuclear nuclear launch detected, and it you know when it blows up, everybody goes blind. It turns everything white, and it's just like it's really cool. And the sound is like so loud that it clips, and it's like <laughs> you know. Um, so that's always a lot of fun. We played, played on that, uh, oh man, I don't know what time it was at that point. Three, four, I don't know. So anyway, that was, that was really cool. And, uh, yeah. So I guess that's it. You want to jump into the old, on the loud speaker? (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, today we have... A really cool... Pay, uh, okay, th- this is a map pack. Uh, I mentioned that we got some new maps from TF2Maps.net. Uh, they, the results of a payload contest map pack has... Um, let's see, how many maps do we have in this pack? There's nine maps, and uh, they look really cool. I haven't had a chance to get them, but uh, the mappers that were in this contest are uh, Ace. Gikmo, <laughs> it's a Gikmo, uh, Big Rexy, Eerie One, Ezekiel, 
Ezekiel. <laughs> Immortal D, Mangy Carface, Nine Axis, uh, Term Maximus, and Yumi. Yeah. You know what? Yumi might even be in the chat room right now. Maybe. And, uh, you know, Ace Gigmo actually sent in uh, a song for the Left for Dance, I believe. Oh, okay. And I know Eerie One actually emailed me, uh, was one of the people that emailed me about this, uh, which I'm happy you did because this just puts nine really good looking maps into the community and now we can put these on the on the tf2 servers um and uh all will be excellent and these are all payload maps so i mean how cool is that so yeah i'll have a link to that in the show notes and you can download this pack so that you won't have to download it when you play the game cool since our download map server thingy is not cool is not cool uh so next here we have a email uh why is this an email oh yeah yeah okay this is an article this was emailed to us from wilkins and uh this is an article on uh basically okay well here's here's his email here's what it says it appears we're going to to get a new game type with the scout update as well as some community maps and a payload map. Most interesting were the bits about adding more classes. Maybe the Left 4 Dead Easter egg wasn't a joke after all. That was a reference to the 10th class. They probably heard all your talk about Chiefs and Cavalrymen on the podcast and couldn't believe they had completely forgotten to add such crucial elements of any class-based combat game. Uh, excited for the next podcast, Wilkins. So, uh, really, it's a, it's a good article uh, about just some insights, you know. People at Valve actually talking and just talking about the success of the game and their, their plans for the future and how they, um, how they uh, think about um, rolling out new updates and things like that. Um, uh, here, here's a little quote that says, The team quickly discovered hinging updates on each of the nine character classes, got the response from players they were looking for. Um, so they're really talking about a lot of success there. Uh, also, one of the quotes here is kind of interesting. If I can get this page to load. It says... Uh, Hold on here. Okay. Uh, we've got several new class designs floating around, but right now we're focusing on the broadening of our existing classes. So what, is that, what does that mean? That means uh, we're not going to tell you for sure if we're getting rolling out a 10th class or not, but we're not saying we're not, all right? So it could be seen as good news. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about the article? You kind of you you. It was, to me, it, it was just kind of promotional fluff. You know, they, they don't really give you any details about anything, but leave everything nice and open ended, so later on they can do whatever they want, and you can't get mad at them or you know <laughs> anything. Yeah. Uh, so it's you know it's a fine little read. Uh, yeah. Link to it, and you can read it and enjoy it too. I don't I don't know if anything new really came of it. Yeah, it's nice to see new things being talked about from Valve regarding TF2, even if it's if it's things like we said, like, even if it's fluff or things that are just kind of undetermined. It's still good to have the sense that Valve hasn't forgotten about TF2 and they're still excited about it and they're still, you know, 
uh, passionate about rolling out updates and, and whatnot. So yeah, I just so wish cool. wish you know they'd be passionate about putting this kind of stuff on their blog. That's the official place to get information. I know, and linking to us. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, uh, enough of that. Let's do something that we do every week. And this is called Milkshake Tunes. That's right, it's time for another Milkshake Tune! This is a parody of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles. And this song is titled Mr. Soldier's Super Awesome Clan. Drinker Milkshake topping the charts with his smash hit Mr. Soldier Super Awesome Clan on Control Point Radio. Excellent stuff, I drink your milkshake. As always, good tunes. So, Freakadelic has a little challenge. He uh, sent me an email saying, I've officially challenged I Drink Your Milkshake to a bonk battle. To accept this challenge, just make a bonk song within two weeks and send it in to the podcast. Don't be afraid to chicken out. You know you want to. Oh, and by the way, uh, Fortress Busters, a.k.a. TF2 Mythbusters, episode one, is almost nearing completion. And said in the audio clip, uh, I said in the audio clip, now if you can stop mentioning it and let me do my work, that would be great. So... A bonk, a uh, what does he call it? A bonk challenge. Yeah, the bonk challenge. Okay, but does is uh, Freaky Delic going to do his own bonk song? Is that the? Uh, I believe so. Let's see what he he sent us this. So milkshake, you think you got what it takes to bonk with the big ones? Guess what? You're messing with me. You're in my territory now, and I suggest you back out. I challenge you to an official bonk battle. You must follow up with this bonk battle within a week or two weeks with your own bonk song remix. 
If you cannot, I will consider you a loser and you have lost the challenge. Please message me within next week or something like that if you wish to accept. And if you don't want to accept, well, I don't blame you. Here's my entry. Beat this. Grass grows, birds fly, sun shines, and brother, I hurt people. Boink! Boink! Just the beginning of the pain I will cause you. And if none of you care about this bonk battle that I just said, I now have a little news intro for you. TF2 Mythbusters is almost done. The first episode I am editing it. It should be done... Uh, if it's not done by the time the podcast is recorded, it will be done within the week. I may not get time to get it done. I don't really know yet. I'm still working at it. And it will be out, though, by the next two weeks. You can expect it by at least then, so stop bugging me about it. Yeah, stop bugging him about it. So it sounds like everybody does those bonk songs in the FL Studio. Yeah, Fruity Loops. Uh, Yeah. You can actually download the uh, FL Studio demo that's a 30-day trial Mm -hmm. uh, at flstudio.com. That's good stuff. Yeah, so there's the challenge. Uh, Back in bonk. And, uh... Yeah, so you got two weeks there to outbonk him. So let's move on to listener contributions. And that was sent in by Ziggy. Thanks, Ziggy. Little, Thank uh, you. Little, Ziggy. Uh, little monstrous listener contributions. Um, thrash. All right, and I'm telling you right now, I'm skipping any, you know, which class questions. Yes. And I already see some in here. I don't know why, why they even made it. Oh, good. We can we can speed this along then. So, we have uh, this just in. Uh, Freakadelic 
has announced that Fortress Busters Episode 1 is now released. I know that we just said about two minutes ago that he was working on it, but he's very quick, and it is out, and you can watch it. The link is right there in the IRC chat live, so you can check it out right after the show or right now, or just cut us right off and listen to it or whatever, or watch it. It's a video. It's on WeGame.com. So, uh, and also, you know, you can continue to send in uh, myths that need to be busted. Very strange uh, questions about TF2 that you can only answer by um, physically testing them in game. Okay, we got another email here from Chacha Maru. Hi, Chacha Maru here. The mirror on a stick could actually work if it was a melee weapon, no? I think it'd be pretty sweet. Uh, I'm sure it would be. <laughs> but I like this question. It's not really a question. It's more of a tongue twister. Which class... No, I told you! No, it's not a question. It Wh- is! Which class could a which class choose if a which class could choose class? And, and what's that at the end of that? It's a question mark. That's right. So that makes that a what? A question. No which class question. <laughs> uh, Email from Ganon Slayer. Yeah. After Valve gives all the classes their respective updates, what do you think would be the next for TF2? A second round of class updates? More weapons or game modes? Or do you think updates for TF2 will just stop? Also, what kind of maps do you think we'll be seeing for Left 4 Dead once the SDK comes out? Besides normal maps, I'm sort of hoping for an endless finale map. Finally, a shout out to everyone who was playing Versus with me in Left 4 Dead a, a couple days ago, like uh, Taryn and Rasputin. Um, so, we got uh, what's going to happen after the, all the class things? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be another year before they finish those. Yeah. Uh, and then I could see another class or two. Yeah, maybe a new class. Maybe some serious rebalancing things like they did with uh, the Spy and the NG, you know, just like some real big updates. Because in that article, they said that uh, playing Spy now is a lot different than it was a lot, you know, uh, over a year ago. Yeah. People are smarter. I mean, you know, th- there's just a lot of like, a lot of the classes will have to be just changed because of the nature of us just playing the better and not, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can see more another round of class changes after yeah, that. I could see that. Okay, uh, also ask uh, what kind of maps for Left 4 Dead uh, once the SDK comes out. Um, Maybe a payload map <laughs> for Left 4 Dead? Uh, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be interesting dumb, if there's a, a cart that you couldn't leave. You mm-hmm. know, like if the zombies killed the cart, you died. So it had this pace that you had to go with. You couldn't mm-hmm. slow down, you couldn't speed up, you had to go with the cart the whole way. Would that be fun, you think? I mean, I, I think, I think it could be, be interesting. Cool. Maybe yeah. you'd have a fifth player that was like. Uh, in the cart, right? And so you had to yeah. keep that player alive. Oh. Like, it wouldn't be a player. It'd be an NPC. Oh, I see. So they couldn't move out of the cart, right? Huh. I don't know. That's kind of cool. It'd be kind of lame to have a track going through your thing, though, right? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. That's yeah. one idea. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's from uh, Bulletstorm. He says, What are you looking forward to in the scout update besides the scout weapons? Also, which maps are you looking forward to and which meet the class are you most looking forward to? As in the video, I guess. Uh, the uh, For the scout update... Um, Man, I just can't wait to see all the scouts everywhere. It's going to be great. I, I guess I could say I'm not, I'm not too excited for the scout update because I, I've never really been that big of a scout fan. I, I don't hate the scout. I just... Um, 
prefer other classes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I can't say I'm really excited about anything. Um, the scout weapons, I know you said besides the scout weapons, but really it's all about what he gets, I think, for me. I, I don't know what else would be adjusted. You know, his his health size, the speed, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, a triple jump. I don't know, but uh, the um, the other one, uh, meet the class video, a pyro pyro meet the pyro that hasn't been done yet. I, I want to see meet the pyro. <laughs> That's the one I want. Would be want the it. last one. I want it right now. Very last one will be meet the pyro. Yeah, yeah. Save the That's the biggest tease, right? Cherry on top. Uh, so we have a call in here from Leia. And if I can find it, I'll play it. Here it is. Hey, Control Point, this is Leia. Now, I know opinions differ on whether or not crits are a good thing, but you've got to admit that they're pretty cool. They look shiny, and they make an interesting noise, and they can kill enemies in one shot. So I was wondering, what is your favorite weapon to have when you get random crits? By this I mean, do you like crit rockets, crit stickies, crit needles, etc.? My favorite would have to be the crit shotgun because the sound is very nice and hard and it's very satisfying to hit three people at once because of the bolt spread. Tell me what you think and I'll see you on the server. Hmm. Favorite. I've got to say rockets. I mean, there's nothing like getting a crit rocket, crit rocket. to say around a sentry gun that's being manned by like three NGs and, and a pyro and they all just blow up with their guns and stuff. Yeah. Um, I would say I really, really like the crit wrench <laughs> or the rit- wrench crit. It's it's satisfying because just hitting someone with the wrench is like satisfying enough, but when it crits, it's just like, oh yeah, you just got owned in the face. So I'm a fan of that. Probably second up would be like the heavy, like just spraying crits everywhere. That's that's always fun too. They only asked for one. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> okay, from Adeste Infidelis here we got, with the new assets available to the engineer, it can be difficult to decide what to build and upgrade in the precious 60, 60 seconds of setup time before rounds. So my question is this, what to upgrade first? Upgrade your sentry in order to hold out against Onslaught attackers or dispenser, providing you with precious metal to upgrade your other doodads and provide much needed ammunition, health to your teammates, or do you trust the abilities of your teammates over your sentry and opt to upgrade your teleporter in order to bring your allies to bear on the front lines much more quickly? Uh, I, to me, it, it really depends on if there's other uh, engineers. Yeah. Like, I don't really enjoy playing engineers so much anymore, so what I'll do is I'll start, start off in, as an engineer and just say, look, I'm switching after I upgrade your teleporters. And I upgrade all their teleporters to level 3. Okay. So then they can just drop their exit wherever, and it'll be a level 3. And right. I'm out of there, and I'm a new class. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. That, that's that's effective, though, to get it up. And I don't, I don't know, you know, it, it seems like if you've got 60 seconds of setup time, that anybody who's not needing to build up somewhere mm-hmm. should do this. Just go engineer and go out and help your engineers set up their stuff and then change, you know, classes. Yeah. You know. True. I'm not saying like run to the front lines and do it because you probably don't have enough time to get back and change and stuff to die. Right. But you can help with the teleporters at least. Hmm. Anyway. That's a good good answer. I, I'll probably just have to go with the same thing. It really depends on the situation and what's going on, but I like your answer. So I'll steal your answer. Awesome. That's, that's mine, too. So we've got another NG Eagle Ernie, etc. cetera. <laughs> Fury, Fury Cron the Ernie. <laughs> the edgy. The edgy. 
Uh, are you reading this one? I guess so. If you had to replace all the music in TF2, what genre would it be? What genre would it be? I think Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, like like uh, Eurodance and Europop. <laughs> yeah. And, and no, I couldn't do that. That'd be too um, painful. I'd do Bluegrass, I think. Bluegrass? That'd be interesting, a, I think. Yeah. I, I think um, uh, maybe Swing from the 30s, something like that. Definitely fit. Um, something like that. Any, anything but electronic music, I think, would fit. <laughs> anything with a lot of personality, uh, like uh, maybe certain types of jazz, maybe. I'm not a real jazz fan, but... Like big ballroom um, stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ballroom. Huh. So, that's interesting. It's a good question. Uh, let's move on to Hellas Poe sends in an email saying, This is a follow-up question to Happy Birds in episode 58. Obviously, as we all know, a wide and diverse representation of nationalities are displayed by the TF2 classes. Demoman is Scottish. Medic is German. Scout is New York-ish. Soldier, stereotypical, military man, etc. But we see one nationality not shown. Asians are not. Uh, oh no, Valve not include Asian. I don't mean the J- Japanese pyro or Japanese soldier jokingly mentioned before, though that would be hilarious. So the question is, if you could, oh, and I just lost my place. If you could modify or create a class of Asian na- nationality, which I mean, what nationality? Korean, Japanese, Chinese? No, we're not all the same. Would you pick, and what stereotype? Would you outlandishly stick upon this class? What weapons, if you are modifying the weapon, and what his or her personality and special abilities would be? Oh, my God, that's a lot of questions in one. This is just another one of those kind of class questions, weapons, that you could sit there and do all day long. Yeah, I really, if, if, if you're going with the whole Asian nationality stereotypical thing, I think a... Uh, like a ninja or something, you know, like a uh, a ninja. Uh, you know, the spy is kind of like a ninja. You know, I mean, smoke, smoke bomb and you're invisible, and then you know you have a mask on. I mean, he's got all that stuff. Well, he, not the smoke bomb, but um, you know, I would have to go with the ninja or a sumo would be cool. But you already kind of have a big character. You have you know the heavy. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I like those answers. <laughs> I'll um, go with that. You go with that. All right. Thanks, Ellis Poe. We have an MP3 from Bomedius. Hello, people of Control Point. This is Bomedius. I'm a very, very recent listener. This is my first time saying you guys anything. I know you want us to try and keep things under a minute, so I'm going to make this as brief as I can. Firstly, you guys have almost doubtless played on a server that has roll the dice, you know, when you type RTD in and you get something happen to you. Well, what's your favorite result of that? Mine is a god mode, especially when playing as a soldier or pyro, it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, secondly, would any of you guys be the first person to uh, try and rock the vote during a game? And uh, finally, which of these three do you find the funniest? The uh, spy crab, the humping sniper, or the civilian heavy? I can't actually decide between them, I find them all hilarious, especially when they're done properly. Um, anyway, bye. I'm gonna from now on only choose to answer one question of each person. Of all, <laughs> I was uh, like yeah three or ten. It's hard so to I'm gonna track. go with the dice roll. Is is really uh, the only few things I got were uh, crits, uh, like all crits, and then uh, uh, no clip. And I've got to go with no clip because you can just 
you know, no cup is nice. You can get back to the enemy lines and get behind people and do weird things. Whereas like the uh, the the crits, I, I like died before I really got to use them. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was and really like, uh, yeah, and you can get crits in the game. Yeah, I like getting stuff yeah, like get that you can't get. Yeah, my favorite is low grav because it's so cool being the only person with low grav and being able to build weird sent you know sentries in weird places. Um, or uh, burning them from the sky or whatever. I've never gotten the no clip one, and I've never gotten the god mode one either. But uh, uh, he says, have we ever um, been one to initiate an RTV? No, I usually don't. Okay, I never do. Um, Also, oh, I think this spy crab is the funniest. (laughs) Okay, we've got an email from Anarchy Lives. I told you I'm not answering. Uh, (laughs) Is there a reason why only blue attacks and red defends? Um, that is a good question. I I think basically they made a choice. (laughs) You know, it is going to be blue or red, and they picked one just to make it less confusing. So if you log into a new map and it's you know, an attack defend, you will always know which one's attacking, which one's defending. Yeah, that's that's true. And, and you know, that's why I like blue the best, because I like to attack the best. I, I mean, the most. Well, see, um, and, and that sucks, a, because I like red the best, but I, I like attacking the best, too. So it's like, uh, ah. Oh, so you like the color... It's kind of like playing Left 4 Dead and having to start on the survivor side. It's like, oh, oh man. So what is it about red you like? You just like the color? Yeah. Oh, okay. I I like the color, too, but it would be nice if red was attacking. Blue's just so, such a kind of... Alliance? Like, wow? uh, Could be, but to me, it's kind of a passive color. It's kind of like, ah, blue. I'm going to sit back and just what... It's cool and chill. It seems like a defensive color. It seems like, to me, they got them wrong. Yeah. seems like, to me, red's kind of a really direct attack kind of and I would say if you probably go to some kind of like feng shui thing the colors are actually more like that you know because yeah. to me that's just kind of the feeling you get from the color you know blue is yeah. kind of a cool warm or a cool kind of which sounds more intense blue alert or red alert red alert there's see? a game see yeah. yeah so okay we'll move on there uh Zyvox or Zvox says hey control point I'm new to TF2 and I wanted to know how to receive new weapons that's a very general question. Yeah, you just send in 20 bucks to $20. Uh, the Control Point Podcast. You can find the link on our front page, and uh, you can get new weapons that way. Mm-hmm. We'll send right? you a button and uh, new weapons in the mail. Yeah, that's it. Uh, okay, next one is so, from uh, Nintendo Ninja. Ninja. Such a cool name. Hey, Control... Oh, wait, it's NIMPY3. Uh, and a message. I'm confused. Uh, I think he sent us text form and an mp3 so let me go ahead and play his question hey control point this is nintendo ninja from the united kingdom calling and i have two questions for this week uh my first question is how did you get into podcasting and how did you hear about podcasting Uh, my second question is if you had to make a new map mode in tf2 what would it be this would be excluding the rumored citizen escort and tug of war payload maps Thanks again, and love the show, Nintendo Ninja. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so with my newfound uh, rule here, I'm only going to answer one of these, and I, I choose the first one. <laughs> um, 
it really we've answered both of these before i think so i think you so those are all the podcasts so uh but so. uh basically eric and i actually i guess it started with the dead workers uh i'm gonna have to throw back to yeah. um, um johnny and dave dave and johnny yeah of uh, one of the podcasts that's on our network sort of as soon yeah. as they kind of get back up and running but it was a film podcast that we listened to back uh when dead workers first started and they had a bunch of interviews with uh other independent filmmakers and uh, just listened to them do it we're like oh we can do this yeah i mean not in a bad way but i think it you was know. your idea to really start it because you push you pushed a lot of us to do, do it and get it going and to really like you know you remember? I mean, it's, it's yeah, a long I'm time probably, ago, yeah. but uh, but I, I think you were kind of behind it. Um, well, I, I think I, I've always got my head in kind of promotion. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is. It's just uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I like promotion aspect, and to me, podcasting is all about promoting right. uh, you, you yeah. know, and your your product. Yeah, uh, sorta. And it was it was good timing too because I had just started getting interested in talk radio, and I think we we were talking about that. Let's see, I had just got an XM radio, and I started listening to a show called The Drew Show, and uh, I listened. It, it was a repeated. It was from a channel repeated out of uh, Florida, out of Orlando. I, I, I listened to that show and I got really addicted to it, and then it led to a couple other shows that I kept listening to on the same channel. And I found myself listening to talk radio instead of music in the car, which was the first time ever, because I always drive around listening to music. And I uh, pretty much only listened to that. And then uh, I think we started talking about podcasts and all this, and I started downloading podcasts. And then... uh, and then I replaced XM Radio. I canceled it and just listened to podcasts in the car on my iTunes. And then yeah. that's when we're like, hey, let's do our own show and, and all that. So anyway, so it was a good time because for some whatever reason, I just got hooked on talk radio and that led to podcasts. So anyway. So yeah. that's pretty and cool. then a network was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. Good question. And sorry, you have two questions in there, but I guess we're going to start only answering one question. I like that rule. <laughs> because this will be a three-hour three show. Uh, and just to let you know, th- we've had more questions in this show than we've ever had, and I had to edit them down. That's awesome. Um, so, anyway. I mean, that's, that's still awesome. It's just we, we, you know, we don't think you want four hours of this every yeah. week. And yeah, so we love that you're sitting in the cream of the crop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> when you make a question, make it good and don't make it about a class. <laughs> and only do one. Yeah. Keep it short. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I didn't mean to call you stupid, but you know, kiss. <laughs> kiss. Okay, this one comes from Ellipsis Paradox. I'm working on a medic cosplay and I've only got the gloves and the boots. I don't know where to find a coat and I don't know if you can help me. But if you all know anyone who's done a medic costume before, if you know all, all, oh, blah, or if you all know who to find, where, uh, know who, where, what, huh? know where to find one please help if we can't find a code i'll be forced to be ash williams god knows that'd be horrible also i'm planning and sketching stages of none other than a combo map okay i'm not going to go on to the next part because uh, it's long but uh for the cosplay thing i don't know if you've got it where you are but we actually have like uniform stores uh in our town mainly to support two of our main hospitals um and i would say 
uh, go to pretty much any hospital or yeah, uh, place that has nurses and ask them where they get their uniforms ask mm-hmm. and where they get their lab coats and things like that. And I bet you you will have a uniform store. Or just pick up a yellow uh, yellow pages if you got it in your uh, town. I don't know if they have it. You know, Google it, something like that. Just look for Google a, a the uniform pages. store. Oh, yeah. That's uh, what I would suggest. Yeah, and start up a forum in our, our uh, thread in our forums because uh, other people have made medic costumes and they've kind of made a journal on their the creation of their costume. So other people uh, on the forum can be of good help to you. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so we got an uh, coming up. We've got an MP3 from Slice Bread. And it goes a little something like this. Yes. Hit it. Hey, CP, this is Sliced Bread, and I was just wondering, what is your favorite or least favorite change or patch since TF2 has come out? My favorite was the one that added, added Gold Rush and the medic achievements, because uh, payload maps are by far my favorite type of map since that came out, and the medic is probably my favorite class. Anyway, that's all I got for this week. Keep up the great show. You got anything smart to say now? <laughs> uh, I really liked the pyro update. I liked um, all the changes to the pyro. I thought that was so cool. That affected me the most because I play the pyro the most. And I really liked the NG one, but okay, I can only choose one, so the pyro update. <laughs> See, and but but see, that's a hard one because uh, what I, came with payload pyro? map is my favorite map. But uh, uh, Pyro, I didn't really play Pyro before the Pyro, excuse me, update. And then after the update, I started playing Pyro a lot more. So it's, it's you know, that's a tough one. What was the map that came with the Pyro update? Does anybody know in the chat room? Because I, I want to say it was Turbine, uh, which in I, case it's my favorite custom map. So if it was indeed Turbine, oh, and people are saying Turbine. Turbine and Steel. Someone said Steel. Um well, I don't know. Now people are saying fast lane, and okay. <laughs> but turbine, turbine was was. Um, I was happy to see turbine being included, so I, I enjoyed that that update as well. Um, oh, turbine and fast lane were included in the pyro update. So, and I love fast lane. Oh man, we played that Friday. So really, there's all kinds of cool stuff about that patch that I liked. So, yeah. yeah, but those maps are already out there. Well, you're right. You're right. But it made people play them more, I guess. Yeah, we got and Fastlane, we I, I never played play Fastlane. Fast Fastlane was new. I me. know, and I still don't like Fastlane. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. But I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got a question here from Meatwad. He says, hey, guys, Meatwad here. Last week, you were talking about which class to disguise as. And before that, you all said that the thing about reloading another tip. What? I can't read today. <laughs> read every other word. <laughs> that all the about. Another like is you disguised most. Your voice commands work. <laughs> Set mouse to a like usually there likely try spy you. Also, the someone had thing. <laughs> okay, the read every word. Thi- oh, sorry. 
what is that second paragraph? <laughs> on the on the last episode, someone had done a thing about the destroyed stickies. They said that stickies couldn't be shot in the air, and I directly disagree. I'm about eighty seven percent sure no, that I enough. that I, along with other people, have shot them in the air while playing heavy. Maybe they have to be in the air long enough for the demo to detonate. About a second. I'm practically sure I've done it. Or could it be more likely that while you were shooting them in the air, you didn't see, see that the demo man got killed, and so his stickies went poof Yeah, in the air? This is something for Fortress Busters, though. You should submit it to them. Oh, yeah, totally. Fortress okay, so that was the one question. That works. Okay. Gentlemen. Neth. Sends us an email. Neth. Hey, guys. Neth here. Long-time listener. First-time emailer. True. Next. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Since TF... Oh, my goodness. Um, Since TF2 was released and the Meet the Classes videos were released as an animator, I've loved them all. Now, it's been a while since any activity on that front has been mentioned at all. And with the greater success of Left 4 Dead, my question, or should I say questions, uh uh-oh, are, do you think that Valve will continue to plow... To plow, to plow, to plow on with the promises of new content on, on a regular and I really do stress regular, basis? And do you think that Valve is going to concentrate more on Left 4 Dead as as it's their cash cow, or leave TF2 until necessary? Always loving the shows, the laughs, and I drink your milkshake. Neth. Okay. I I didn't really catch all that, so I'm just going to hit the the last part. Okay. Um, I, you know, and what really can they sell more about Left 4 Dead that they can't sell, you know, TF2? I know they, they did a big promotion and spent a lot of money on the promotion, uh, but I, I just don't know how much, you know, items they sell in their store to, yeah. you know, uh, push one or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, they've got posters, but the posters always get cheaper and things like that. Yeah. So, I don't think you really have anything to worry there. They sound like they've got two teams that work on both of them. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of moved the TF2 team over just for a little bit for Left 4 Dead. So, I don't think you have any worry there. No. They're both really modular games. They can always update Left 4 Dead, and they can always update TF2. So, um, yeah. So I think they're going to just split up the, the concentration. And I agree with you. The animation was amazing uh, for all the meet the classes. Um, and, uh, and yes, I hope they do continue to pump those out. Even the su- weird surprise ones like meet the sandwich. I encourage more of those, too. Okay, the next ones are both class questions, so I'm skipping them. Man, you just got owned. So we've got an MP3 coming up from uh, Nivik R.I.'s. Frit predicts the future. You know the one I speak of? The CP Colin question.mp3? Yeah, here we go. Hey, Control Point, this is Nivik Aris. I was going through the old episodes, and I came upon episode 48, which isn't really necessarily old, but if you remember, it was the one where Tay, uh, myself, Ash Williams, and Ifrit were all guest hosts. The episode got to the point where you were all talking about the new class, and how we got into a debate over, well, the your rocket launcher means it's the soldier, and the down the pipe means the demo man, and, well... If you recall correctly, Brent had been insisting it meant the Demo Man, because he'd just been insisting forever, and I'm sure we all know now it's the Scout. But 
according to this episode, this cat was actually correctly predicted by somebody, and his name is Ifrit. We all know now it's going to be the scout, just for the fact we haven't mentioned him. So I'm guessing Ifrit should get some kind of prize now or something, because, you know, he correctly uh, introduced the scout as the next class update. So, just thought I should point that out to you. Oh, wait, no. I have a, I have a quick question for you guys. Which class would Nivikaris, Ifrit, or Ash Williams play against the Chief paired with the Frogman? And when would they have their best moment with the Cavalryman out on a desert island in Las Vegas? Especially while playing Left 4 Dead maps. So, before you answer Pikachu, because I know that's going to be your first immediate answer, I personally think that Ifrit would be playing against the best of the Chief while playing as Chicago Ted. But really, only you could tell because in episode 50, you guys go over Chicago Ted's class very well, and I support that. So, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right. Wow, that was long. And he answered his own question. Thank you, because uh, so we didn't have to. So, but I'm going to have to say that uh, he, he's completely correct about that. Uh, you know, Ifrit called yeah, it on this. So yeah, that's cool. Ifrit called it, and, and you do indeed win. A prize, you win a smile. Okay, ready? We're going to smile at the uh, at the webcam. All right. And now, that's your, I will and that's have to smile. say, I, I do have some inside news about this, and it was confirmed by uh, someone at uh, Valve, I can't give out names here, that they changed their mind due to that a- actual episode, and they picked uh-huh. it. So it's kind of like reversed. Ah, uh, that makes that makes perfect sense. You know what sense. I mean? So, yeah. so, but still, it, it was cool that uh, we had an impact there. Yeah, and Defrit <laughs> had an impact there. And the only person that didn't, I guess, is Nivek, who didn't have an impact. That's so, true. But, That's true. Yeah. Just just the introduction of uh, Chicago Ted. Or but whatever. you got to smile. <laughs> okay, so we've got a uh, message here from Tragedy. Tragedy. Control Point Crew, thanks for the podcast. I enjoy it very much and look forward to listening. My question today is about servers. Can you tell me and the listeners more about your servers and how to become members? How to log into CP servers and are they listed inside the game on the master list under internet? Uh, you can actually go to our website, uh, deadworkers.com slash TF2 and on the right side uh, we list our servers over there. They may be out of date, but I know I number one's them. correct. Uh, two, two and three are, are correct, too. Uh, um, and now, keep in mind, one and three are the only ones that we actually run. Yep. Any, any other ones besides one and three? And I say we, and really our, our mods run them. But we're, you know, we don't want to, say, claim a server that someone's kind of donated time on as our servers, though they are kind of... Like CP-sponsored or Yeah, something. so you'll probably see more CP people on them. Right. So we definitely say go out and use all those servers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good question there. We got... Uh, Ublik Awesome? Uh, Ublik Awesome says, I remember you guys talked about clan matches in a previous episode, and I'm sure you said why you don't do them anymore, but I can't seem to remember it. Anyway, if you guys ever do go back to them, the Dark Brotherhood is ready to kick your ass. Clan matches. You know, I actually just had a conversation with uh, Ash about this last night, and he, from what he was saying was, there are really only a few of the clans that are squads that that were in the CP kind of clan groups were uh, using number three and stuff, and a lot oh, okay. of a lot of um, P 
people didn't get a chance to use it. Uh, I think there's also, you know, we started some tournaments went on that I think people, there was some bad blood there among some squads and it just kind of got uh-huh. all kind of goofy. Uh, and I think a lot of people made good friends and stuff in it. So I think there was one aspect that was really good of it. But I also think there's another aspect that was, wasn't of the whole squad situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would not be opposed to doing like some CP clan matches where we pick like you know twelve people from the CP community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the host being you know three of them, and you know that that'll preclude winning right there. But mm-hmm. uh, then we go out and do some clan matches. Yeah, it's like the practices I can't really meet because yeah. we do so many podcasts and produce so much stuff that. Um, I, I can't be tied down. That's why I don't raid in, in WoW, and I don't have, like, schedules for vi- for playing games. I play games whenever I can squeeze it in. So if you, you expected me to meet on a certain day, I would I would let you down, and then you'd be mad at me. Yeah, that's probably you know? more true for the matches. You're like, man, this guy sucks. Too. This guy's yeah. a slacker. <laughs> he never shows up. Yeah, so. So, and the last one that we were going to do is was a class question, so I think we're going to have to skip ahead to the... Oh, was it a class question? Oh, it's like the ultimate class question with all the oh classes before and stuff. It's the it's the grand finale. Just read it. You're going to read the last uh, ever uh, class question ever to be read on this show. Okay. So, we have the chief, the frogman. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> it's from is fight, that a tease? Is that a tease food. if I stopped it right there? Fight the food 22. Yeah, that was a this tease. This is fight the food 22. Okay, so we have the chief, the frogman, the cavalryman, the Ash Williams class, the ass clown, and the chef. I think kind of a lot of those are kind of intermingled, though. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's only six classes. So what are another three classes we can torture you guys with by sending in endless stupid questions every week forcing the suicide of the CP hosts. Well, that's not too nice. Um, I'm going to have to go with... uh, uh, I'm not going to answer this one. (laughs) Uh, What was the question? I wasn't really listening. You really don't. It really doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I heard a lot of... It's about us killing ourselves. I don't know if that's nice. Oh, there should be three more to to round it out, right? There should be... Yeah. Maybe we should save this question for... um, Like we each pick one, right? There's three three of us. Three more. Yeah. So each we should wait one. for uh, Wes to get back. Maybe he has some ideas. Maybe we can just prolong this question every week until we just people forget about yeah, it. But but I'm telling you, no more class questions <laughs> because we won't read them like we did this one. Yeah, I mean there are like ten questions in here. I don't know how they got in here. What was this? Oh, a Fritz question of the week. Week week. Hey CP, Ifrit here. My question this week is this. You are a medic in PF2. Me, Nivikiras, and Ash Williams all cried for a medic at the same time. Which one would you heal? Bye. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to institute a no a Frit, Nivek, and Ash Williams question on the show because that's getting ridiculous itself. <laughs> Who would we heal? Yeah, I'm going to have to say the person closest to me. Yeah. I would I would heal the one person um, spamming a journey song over the microphone. Right before right before Brent kicks them. I think if all three of them at one time asked for a heal, I would go back to the respawn room and change classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably into a sniper or a spy. Nice. On the other side? No, no, no. On on the same side. Oh, just okay. something that I know they couldn't ask me to do anything for them. I would just rage quit altogether. There you go. 
So uh, we're into surveillance here. There's some things I found. This is actually pretty cool. This made the, the front page of Dig. This is um, kind of a parody of Where the Hell is Matt? It's a, It was a meme a few years back where this guy uh, did this goofy little dance in all these different countries. He filmed himself. Anyway, uh, there's a TF2-style version of Where the Hell is Matt, and it is... It is really good. Uh, so I'll link to that video. Also, uh, I found this. Uh, oh, yeah. I was just surfing WeGame.com because I was already there. And I found this picture, which is heavy. Can't play Left for Dead. Um, and it's, uh, it's humorous. I'll have to link it. Are you looking at it? No, you're not. No, I'm looking at the uh, pic that a friend sent in. Oh, they're yeah. so quick on this stuff. I know when we smiled yeah. at the webcam and yeah, a smile. Fun. CP always has the best prizes. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, I, will, I will link this picture. Um, also, there's a new Machinima uh, dynamic action team has a new episode. Maybe it's not brand new, but it's new to me. Episode five. It's called Stay a While and Listen. And you can guess what game they go into. Diablo, for those who can't guess. Carry him. <laughs> uh, also, the Orange Door, whose birthday is coming up Tuesday, sent so many links of so many cool things. I just can't believe it. I'm overwhelmed, and I will link them all. It's it's just uh, so many little comics and pictures and and things. It's just uh, it's crazy. It's a crazy amount of TF2 assortments. Anyway. And probably another reason why he should have been uh, Player of the Week, too. But sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I took that from you. Yeah. I, I kind of feel bad about it. So maybe next week, if I remember, which I probably won't because I have horrible memory, we maybe we'll make you Player of the Week next week. <laughs> if we remember. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff to go through in there. We also had a birthday coming up in uh, a couple days. Well, uh, probably, I guess, a, a day ago after this podcast released. Or maybe it's on the day it's released. On the 27th. Happy mm-hmm. birthday to the Orange Door. Yeah. You were going to be player of the week, but I, uh, sorry, I, I took it away from you. <laughs> and it's actually Boom Rocker, uh, which we already went over at the beginning of the show. And so if you've fast forwarded and just heard that now, you can go back and listen to that portion of the show. Yeah. Possum in the chat room also says tomorrow is his birthday. So I will uh, remind everybody to, you know, be sure to, uh, <laughs> don't dig the episode because, you know, they took it off dig. Uh, podcast are no longer digged on Doug. On dig, no more dig. Um, yeah, there's no more digging of podcasts at all on on dig. They just removed that whole thing. I guess they got tired of it, and it was eh, whatever. But you can go to your iTunes, into your iTunes, and go search for podcasts and look for any of the number of podcasts on the network and leave a review of it if you've heard it and listened to it and and like it. Uh, leave a review, I guess is the point there. You can call us also on our hotline, which is 256-513-4772. I go ahead and tell everyone to put that on your speed dial on your cell phone. Go ahead and enter that in as Control Point or Dead Workers Podcast Network and just enter it in. And anytime you feel like sending in a question, you can call in and uh, do it just like that speed dial wise you can also always look at the wiki the tf2 wiki that is at tf2 wiki.net and we are located at slash wiki slash control underscore point underscore podcast 
If you have not joined the Steam community yet, the Control Point Steam community, you should. There's bunches of benefits. You will know when we do a live broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty That's much true. any of our live broadcasts. Or just get bored and start casting at a party or something. Yeah, we will let you know. That's where we will let you know. And you can search for us on Steam. Look for anybody with a CP in their name. They probably are a member. And you can. it's probably just Control Point uh, too like steam community slash whatever and we also have some forums you can look at at deadworkers.com slash community community um i'm just going to lead us out into the uh into the dark abyss oh i i made a new song it's a tf2 parody it is a parody of a uh, Credence Clearwater Revival song. Oh, um, it is a parody of the song Have You Ever Seen the Rain? And this one is titled Have You Ever Seen the Train? It's an ode to the train. So that'll be it for episode um, ho- Holy Crap, it's 60. Holy Crap, we're 60. Um, you're 60. That's it. So we'll see you next time. See you guys. Thanks for showing up and doing stuff. And being exciting. You are now at the end of another episode of Control Point. Victory. Every one of you deserves a medal. A podcast brought to you by the Dead Workers Party. See the show notes and leave comments for this episode at controlpoint.deadworkers.com or leave us a voicemail at area code 256-513-4772. Alvino Zane! Wagwan, Shadow Wagwan. What do you say? What do you say? You hope I think I'm sure the black man is what I would think. But everything's crisp. Everything is lovely. I know you don't understand a damn thing I'm going to say, but I want to try to tell you to. It's one that I was going to be, and I was going to go down and get the black mile, and it was going to do. All right, all right, all right. I'll talk to you later. Someone told me long ago There's a train that comes this way, you know Insta-kill, it's dangerous It is loud, so they say Like a storm on a sunny day, you know We're like lambs to the slaughter
AshCast, an Ash Williams podcast starring Ash Williams. Welcome to another episode of AshCast. I'm... What? I said this was the first episode. Well, then what was I recording before? That was a mic check. What's a mic check? Anyway, welcome to Ashcast. I'm Ash Williams. This is episode double zero, as in nada, nothing. It's the introduction episode, but since I'm Ash Williams, I need no introduction. So I guess that's the end of the podcast. Um, next week, we'll uh, take questions and comments, so send your, your questions and comments, you know, MP3 call-ins to Ash Williams Podcast. At gmail.com. And we'll be back next week with an all-new installment of Ashcast. Dead Workers Party Network. And you thought puberty was weird. 